Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, March 26, 2022, and this is day 1470 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify, we honor you and praise you. Thank you so much for being our Father. Thank you so very much for watching over us even as we slept and waking us up to see this beautiful day that you created for us. Thank you for the precious gift that you bestowed upon us, your one and only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, who died and rose up from that grave so that we can be reconciled back to you, so that we can be with you for eternity. Thank you so much, my Lord. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and healing, heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. And I ask that you will speak today that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is, you are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. And just God wants you to know that uh, throughout your very being, no matter what everything looks like all around you, maybe people are neglected you or have not followed through on what they promised or, or maybe not even given back to you what they owed you. God has not forgotten you and he's going to make sure that you get everything that you deserve. We're going to be coming out of 2 Samuel chapter 9 verses 1 through 13. 2 Samuel 9 verses 1 through 13. <clears throat> and it says, David asked, is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? And Jonathan was his friend and, and, and Jonathan was also his enemy's son, King Saul. And King Saul was very jealous of David and he sought to kill him. But God did not forget David. And God had already um, ordained, uh, anointed David king, but he had not yet, um, prior to the death of Saul, been um, uh, ordained or put on the, uh, uh, in, the, in the palace as the king yet. Uh, even though he was anointed as king, he was not yet ordained as the king of Israel until after Saul died. And after Saul and Jonathan died, here's what David did. Verse two, now there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba. They summoned him to appear before David and the king said to him, are you Ziba? At your service, he replied. The king asked, is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness. Ziba answered the king, there is still a son of Jonathan. He is lame in both feet. You see, his nurse dropped him at five years old as they were escaping after Saul and Jonathan died. All right, so she carried him, protecting him, and she dropped him. And he became lame in both feet. Where is he? The king asked. Ziba answered, he is at the house of Makur son of Emil in Lodabar. 
Mm. So King David had him brought from Lodabar, from the house of Makur, son of Amiel. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at your service, he replied. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? And he saw himself that way because he was crippled and he didn't feel worthy. He didn't feel that he could even accomplish anything. Then the king summoned Ziba, Saul's steward, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to him, that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops so that your master's grandson may be provided for. And Mephibosheth, grandson of your master, will always eat at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Then Ziba said to the king, so you notice, it overflowed. Oh, glory to God. The blessing overflowed also to the servant and his 15 sons and 20 servants. Then Ziba said to the king, excuse me, said to the king, your servant will do whatever my lord the king commands his servant to do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son named Micah. And all the members of Ziba's household were servants of Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table. He was lame in both feet. Again, and you notice that came up again and how God says he is no respecter of person. He doesn't look at our outside. He looks at our heart. And you may feel like there is no hope for me. I can't get around like I used to. I can't do the things that I used to do. Or, you know, maybe it was even from birth. You have to count on people because of maybe something that happened to you or or you were born with. And And God is saying, you are valued. You are worthy no matter what it is. He loves you always and forever, unconditionally. He loves us just because. Number one, point number one, it's easy to show kindness to those who are kind to us, right? When someone does kindness to us, it's easy to reciprocate that. Uh, uh, It's easy to show love and mercy to those who give it to us. And it's easy to break a vow after the person you made the agreement with is dead. Most times a new king will destroy will destroy or get rid of, of the previous king's regime or his entourage. Kind of like when a company buys out another company, they get rid of their people, their staff, and bring in their own leaders and their own team. David shows great integrity as a leader who, who accepted his obligation to show love and mercy even to his enemy's grandson. But he stood by the vow he made to his friend Jonathan. 
Mephibosheth's father, to show kindness to all of Jonathan's descendants. And that can be found in 1 Samuel chapter 20, uh, verses 14 through 17. Point number two, many times we may feel like God has forgotten us or even that he doesn't care about us. But God has proven his great love for us even before we were in our mother's womb. He showed us great favor and mercy and love when he graciously offers us forgiveness of sins, a place in heaven. We may feel unworthy or even forgotten, but we will receive these gifts if we accept them. You you see, Mephibosheth could have refused David's gifts and his love, but he received it. And look at how God blessed him. The same with us. God is saying, I have a gift for you. and, And this gift is right at your door, is right at your feet. It's up to you to accept it. And that gift is forgiveness through the blood, the death of Jesus Christ, who rose up from that grave victorious over death, hell, and the grave. So he became the ransom. The, the, he paid the debt so that we could have life, so that we can have life fully and for eternity in heaven, a new place See, the palace, that's a beautiful place. Oh, but heaven uh, on streets of gold and, and, and gates of pearls and, and, you know, all the different uh, layers of the, oh, 12, 12 foundations in heaven made out of precious jewel, each one made out of a different jewel. Oh, there's going to be nothing like it, y'all. I'm just telling you, don't, don't slip up now. Don't think that you're forgotten because you're not. Don't go do something, you know, crazy because you feel like there's no hope and that that God doesn't care because he does. He's waiting on you to accept that gift. And if you already have, he hasn't forgotten you. It may look like everything is caving in on you, but God is saying, I'm right here, daughter. I'm right here, son. I'm not going to ever leave you or forsake you. But we will receive these gifts if we accept them. God loves you so, so much. My husband, oh my goodness, he could fix anything. (laughs) Anything. I mean, anything. It could be something from a little toy to something as massive as a foundation or, you know, just um, anything that would break down in our house over the years. You know, we've been married, it'll be 44 years in June, and um, out of those years, uh, it was rare that we ever called anybody in to repair anything in our house. He always repaired it, and he didn't just haphazardly do it. He did it with excellence, and he did the same, you know, as his love of of repairing, rehabbing houses. He did carpentry work, and he was self-taught, but you know what? It was a gift from God. That's what it was, and that's what it is. So... Now, over the years, as we've gotten older, uh, he he had an inner in, injury several years ago on his job and hurt his knee, and both knees are pretty messed up, and they've done surgery on this knee over and over, I don't know, about three times, and, and it's really in excruciating pain all the time. 
and he um uh God has blessed him abundantly he's had many heart issues and surgeries and and has a pacemaker and defibrillator um but God has kept him and uh there are times I can see in his face where he gets a little upset or feels like you know I can't do anything like I used to anymore but God is saying to him uh, I'm taking you to another level and you're going to use that brain I blessed you with to do instead of you doing the labor just as David provided for Mephibosheth he provided people to do the labor for him God has sent people that have been kind and loving to us to my husband who have helped us so much uh, and my husband may walk them through whatever it is to repair or whatever it is they're doing while they're doing it and having conversation. People always call him the wise Oz. <laughs> he is very wise. But yesterday we had a situation at our house. Uh, our furnace just had stopped. The day before it made a loud noise and my husband made his way down the steps to go to the garage. I mean, in, I'm sorry, into the furnace room and change the filter. And this is stuff that he did was just nothing for him to do in the past and repair that. But something had happened. Something else had gone wrong and it just stopped yesterday. And he knew that I, I he didn't have what it took to go and, and do the work to fix it, getting on the ground and looking. He couldn't do those things. So he called our brother-in-love, Tim, who uh, he and his wife, my sister Jill, have a heating and cooling business. And first priority, heating and cooling is the name of it. And they do excellent work. Uh, and Tim, oh my gosh, Tim is such a kind-hearted, giving person. And he had just had a long day doing, you know, furnaces and other appointments, you know, and my husband had called him because that's who he trusts to, to call on. And uh, he said, okay, I'll be there. Well, we also had a revival to go to last night. And uh, he and uh, his wife, my sister, at their church. And uh, we were going to go too. And anyway, he uh, came to our house and it was about time for the revival to start. And, and he kept his word. And he came to our house and he took the time to fix our furnace. And by the time he left, it was already time for the revival. And he had a good 40, 30, 40 minute drive to get back to his house and then to get cleaned up and to get back. So he didn't make it to the revival last night. He was probably extremely tired, but he sacrificed um, his time, his rest, to come and show kindness to us. And now our heat is working fabulously. <laughs> and he didn't even want money for it. And my husband said, oh no, go get him and give him this money. <laughs> I was able to run down the steps really fast and chase him down. He was like, oh no, no. But that's true love, you know. And we are so grateful because... God uses people to be his body, to extend his love to others. And that's what it's all about. And 
I I ask God's blessing upon Tim and his family. He does this for others as well. He's traveled all the way back to his hometown, Oklahoma or Arkansas, to help family members and put in furnaces for them for free. You know, that's just how much of a giving, caring person he is. I know you are too. And I know there are times where you have felt forgotten. And God is saying, I'm here for you. I love you. So trust him, obey him, and do his will. He will provide. Oh, glory to God. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Oh, glory to God. The angels are rejoicing just because of you. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. Check out the messages. Uh, I'm sorry, check out what we're doing (laughs) in the community with our precious youth, uh, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, and entrepreneurship development They are so beautiful, so precious. Check out the website and please become a partner and and support this worth, well worthwhile endeavor. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.